When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Once again, we're back on the block. East Strick and Austin Orman, always here to before every day, Monday. Well, not every day, Monday through <laughs> Friday. But uh, you can find us here, right here on all the streaming platforms, as well as Allo Channel 961 is where you can tap in if you just want to be sitting at home on your couch. Bop! Pop a button. Bop! There we are! All of the 937 Ticket family can be found there as well. We appreciate it to all of our sponsors, Mary Ellen's especially one of those. But we're going to get into some NFL talk because it has begun! Free agency is here! And we're going to talk about some of the uh, top free agents that are available, probably top 25. We won't get to all of them. We would love your thoughts. If you want to tap in as well, 402-464-5685. We thank you, though, for those who just, in the last uh, rant and uh, rave that I just had against those who were coming at Stricky and Austin about the Nebraska men's basketball team, that's where you can find it as well if you want to join into the conversation. But now, the NFL free agency and offseason – uh, there's a few players out there. There's a few big names. Uh, there's a few names that people are wondering whether or not they'll land the big deal once again. Uh, but we'll start on this list and, and we'll talk about the recent champions. The Kansas City Chiefs once again are crowned champions of the NFL. And one of their big, big, big champions is named Chris Jones, a defensive lineman who made probably the biggest play uh, it was a matador situation. I'm, I ain't going to say it's, ooh, it, was a, it, it was a big bull coming. His name is Chris Jones. It was a big bull coming and the matador had the red cape with the red uniform going by him. Just real easy there for the uh, biggest play in the Super Bowl night, because that game possibly would have went the other way. Uh, <laughs> if uh, he doesn't make that play. Now, Chris Jones, where do you think, I mean, look, big money there in Kansas City. Can they even retain another big name? They wasn't able to get Tyreek Hill because of this. Now Chris Jones comes available. He was one of the ones that made one of the biggest plays. But now 
He's a free agent. What does Kansas City do? Kansas City needs a Chris Jones type player. He wrecks games when he's at his best. He either is about to be 30 or is 30 years old. And that's still plenty young, Strick. I feel like Chris Jones has been around for such a long time. I thought he was yeah. going to be, you know, 32, 33. And yeah. I can understand Kansas City not wanting to give him, you know, super long-term money. But Chris Jones will probably want four or five years. I think if I'm Kansas City, I don't want any more than four. And I'm most comfortable with with a two or three-year deal, even if the money is, you know, pretty substantial in terms of the average value of those years. Because of what Chris Jones does, right? He rushes the passer. He's pretty good against the run. You can kick him outside. You can bring him back inside where he's probably better. Clearly an emotional leader for that team as well, right? I think there are some intangible benefits from Chris Jones. I know Kansas City weathered his his holdout pretty well before they got him to camp and got him in shape. But I still think, especially if this is a, a team that's going to have to lean on the defense for another year or two to bring some younger wide receivers along Letting a guy like Chris Jones go would be hard. Now, the interesting part of the negotiations for me, Strick, is Chris Jones's time on the mic in the championship parade. When he says, for everyone that thinks, you know, my time in Kansas City's up or thinks that Kansas City should get rid of me, I'm not going anywhere. That is tremendous pressure on Kansas City. That is tremendous pressure on his agent to get a deal done. I don't think Chris Jones is, you know, all about the money, but he deserves a bag. He's done a good job of working with Kansas City and vice versa to make sure he gets paid. There might still be one really big paycheck left in Chris Jones. Kansas City shouldn't, you know, just give him whatever he wants, right? They've got to be smart. They're up against the cap pretty well. But they would be wise to do everything in their power to make sure they at least negotiate with Chris Jones and do everything they can to try to get to a fair amount of years and money for both sides. Uh, yeah, so here's what you here's what you have, right? Um most of the big money in, in, when you're talking about these types of players, right? Most of the big money is in the defensive end position, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's usually where it's at because outside of that, you know, a lot of these guys and the only one that's comparable and I'm going to be honest, I don't know if he's Aaron Donald-ish, but I do think he's a huge disruptor, mm -hmm. right? Um, Aaron Donald at 31 has a three-year contract at a value of like $95 million. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, he got a $25 million signing bonus. He's looking at about 46 and a half of it guaranteed. And that's at 31 years old. Chris Jones with that team, and they've minimized the abilities for them to be creative. Like, remember in the past, mm -hmm. like, they, 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 this new collective bargaining agreement that they just did, like, eliminated some of the creative things that the Rams were able to do yeah. in order to even make that happen with Aaron Donald. So, a lot of those players at the defensive uh, uh, tackle position, mm -hmm. the only ones that you can talk about at the age, the rest of them are all young. The mm -hmm. big money. None of them reach over $100 million, but they're close. Aaron Donald and Javon Hargrave. Mm -hmm. And guess where he plays for? He's already secured his. Mm -hmm. So here's where they're going to be able to work off of the number that, as an agent, they would be able to do with uh, Chris Jones. Absolutely. And Chris Jones is going to be worth 
pretty much whatever the Chiefs pay him. I feel pretty confident in saying that because no quarterback likes pressure up the middle. You can find a replacement level, you know, run stopper or guy to eat up double teams pretty much anywhere. But if you have disruption up the middle, that's a game changer, Strick. So to see Chris Jones negotiate will be interesting. You look at um, Christian Wilkins from Miami as well, uh, generally thought of as a top 10, top 15 free agent in this class. Nine sacks in a contract year for Miami, a big part of what they did defensively. And even the next wave, if you look at a Jalen Carter in Philly, a Quinnen Williams, who had a really good year for for the New Mm -hmm. York Jets, those guys and their agents are watching how these negotiations with Chris Jones and Christian Wilkins go to figure out their plan of attack here in a couple years. Great point. Great point. This is... We're going to skip over one. I mean, I like Josh Allen in his situation, especially coming off a 17 and a half sack. Uh, But I want to move to this one because what we've seen with this particular player that I want to talk about out of the Cincinnati Bengals, because they've got a big decision to make, and that's T. Higgins. Mm -hmm. T. Higgins is – he exploded onto the scene. Um, He could definitely be a number one for a lot of different teams, but he's had a rough season this season. Numbers down tremendously. 656 yards, 76 targets, but only 42 catches and five TDs to become a number one for somebody. Those numbers don't seem to be mathing right, but we do know that there's been injuries. But here's the thing. I don't think uh, Cincinnati can retain him, but how does he fare in the marketplace if he decides to jump out there and and, and really try to get the bag for himself and secure it? T. Higgins, I think, is going to get receiver like one and a half money, right? Maybe he can be a receiver one for a team, but he hasn't had to for Cincinnati given Jamar Chase, even, you know, Tyler Boyd to some degree. T Higgins is talented. He's athletic. He can run. He can make contested catches, can do enough after the catch, but it's the durability strike, right? If you're going to give a guy wide receiver one money, which is creeping up there, right? Wide receivers are getting paid more and more. I don't think T Higgins is Justin Jefferson level. I don't think he's A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams level. He's really good, and he can be a team's number one receiver, but I think if you can pair him with someone, right, where you have a a Tyreek Hill to double on one side and give T. Higgins single coverage, that'll obviously help his numbers. And he's just one receiver, right? There's a, a whole host of interesting guys, because I'll flip this question around to you, Strick. I'll give you three options for a number one receiver. Which one do you take? T. Higgins... Mike Evans, or Michael Pittman Jr. All three of them are free agents this year. No team's going to be able to get two of those guys. So if you're a GM, which one of those guys are you targeting to be your wide receiver one for next year? Um, Listen, I'm not going to knock down uh, Evans in his tremendous career. Uh, There's been injuries. I think he's been one of the most consistent guys out there Mm -hmm. that has really still been able to put up numbers. He's not gonna. He's not a burner. He's not gonna blow the top off of you. He's gonna run good routes. He's gonna moss you, meaning mm-hmm. he's gonna be able to go up and get balls on you. Uh, but he's just gonna be solid. I don't know if he's gonna be the guy that I would want this late to be trying to pay. I would be hoping for the upside of a T Higgins. To mm-hmm. be honest, he's young. I think I can get him at a bargain rate because I can negotiate the fact that his numbers are not where I would like it to be, but I'm hoping I can get him on a bargain as opposed to having to try to pay him big top num- top receiver numbers because his numbers doesn't show it. 
I'm with you on that because I think there are going to be some teams strike that are maybe a year or two away from contention yeah. that can afford to go get a T. Higgins, right? That can, can help him grow with their quarterback and develop that relationship. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Whereas, obviously, I hope that Indianapolis retains Michael Pittman Jr., but I think he's a plug-and-play piece for a team. I think he can be okay being number two. I think he's a good guy with a good head on his shoulders, who's had, you know, receiver 1.5 level production with a rotating cast of quarterbacks in Indianapolis. But I also think Michael Pittman Jr. is in a lot of ways younger Mike Evans. I think if you absolutely want to win now, you go pay Mike Evans big money for the next year or two. He's been pretty durable. He's a walking thousand yard, you know, at least seven, eight touchdown sort of guy. I think Michael Pittman Jr. can grow into that. I think he took another step forward this year. So I think he's a nice middle ground between proven commodity and maybe some unrealized upside. Whereas Higgins, I think, is more of the home run swing. Probably the best athlete of the three of them, probably the fastest of the three of them, but the biggest injury risk as well. So I think different teams are going to to view those risk profiles very differently this offseason. Well stated, well stated. Let's get to the big, the big one here because, one, this is one of the better probably quarterback drafts that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of quarterback talent out there. You also next year got a few others that are going to be popping on the scene. Uh, obviously with yours as well as Shador Sanders and mm-hmm. those guys are going to be coming to the light. But in the meantime, in between time, there's a, a big guy by the name of uh, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Name's very Viking-ish. He's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a Viking. He's 36 years old, but he's been really criticized because he's been putting up big numbers in season. And then he gets into the playoffs and <laughs> boom, <laughs> crash and burn. Hasn't been able to get it done, but he's a free agent. What what type of team would be looking potentially for a Kirk Cousins uh, type player? I think Kirk Cousins is the ultimate floor raiser. I could see a team like if I mean Seattle picked up Geno's option. I could have seen him out there. I honestly think even like Atlanta, right? If they don't go quarterback in this draft, if they want to give Kirk Cousins a one year deal, I think Kirk Cousins would would thrive down there. In Atlanta with with the playmakers. I think Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are eerily similar in a lot of ways. Dak has more abilities with his legs, but I think with their arms, their passing stats, some of the decisions they make, they're very comparable. So I think both of those guys have a lot of the, the similar questions to be answered. And Strick, I don't know about you, I'm not that comfortable giving a 36-year-old quarterback more than like a two-year deal. I think Kirk Cousins understands the reality of his age, but I also think he's going to push for a three-year deal. He's been a little banged up over his career, but not terribly so. I would be willing to give Kirk Cousins a couple years if I'm, you know, the Falcons, if I'm I'm trying to think through some other teams. Obviously not Washington, because they'll take one. New England will take a quarterback. Um, The Jets had their chance to trade for him, decided not to do it, even with that expiring contract. Um... Shoot, even like Denver, you know, 
maybe for for a year or two. I know they just got rid of a highly priced quarterback in Russell Wilson. But I'm just thinking of like that that sort of fit. Even you know if Las Vegas was willing to cut ties with Jimmy Garoppolo, I think Kirk Cousins and that could would be possible yeah. with this PED situation now and just hasn't been able to. Yeah. The other interesting option to me that won't happen, but I would be fascinated to see. What if San Francisco included Brock Purdy in a trade to Minnesota, you know, at one point to get Kirk Cousins? It's too late now with Cousins on the free agent market. But what if you had a more experienced Brock Purdy with maybe a bigger arm in Kirk Cousins? Would he be enough of a difference maker for a team like San Francisco to make you want to pull the trigger on a deal like that? I mean, your your worry is going to be track record. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a team that feels you're on the verge consistently of breaking through. Now, what type of salary do you want to take back knowing that you still have available salary due to the fact that Brock Purdy is not yet able to touch big money? Mm -hmm. So, you know, do you allow him to continue to grow? You look at Brock Purdy and you can at least say, listen, he did everything he was supposed to do in a Super Bowl situation to get you Mm -hmm. a win. You can't really put it on him. So, so do you want to go after a Kirk Cousins type in order to, um, you know, solidify a solid guy he has experience, but then his track record in the playoffs has not been good. Do you want to risk that? I think that's yeah. what's going to end up coming down the pipeline is the risk. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I do want your opinion on the running backs too, Shrek. It's a really interesting running back free agent class. If you look at the the names that are available this offseason. I know you're going to say Saquon. One. Yep. He's up okay, there. You have Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, and Tony Pollard. Is it throw your eggs in the Saquon basket, or do you give a guy like Josh Jacobs or Derrick Henry a look despite their previous workloads? Um, so being that the Cowboys are, are where they are right now, right? You're, 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 you're not upset about Tony Parler bouncing out. Right. You're also in a position where you're like, we're not paying a Saquon or somebody. We know what that looked like with Zeke Elliott. We know how that affected us and we how it hindered us. And now mm-hmm. we were able to finally get rid of. So teams like that aren't going to be looking in that. Now, I think there are going to be teams that are going to be saying, saying to themselves, we need stability in the run game. But what are we going to risk to pay for it? Mm-hmm. And that's where the issue, I think, is going to come in when you're dealing in the running back market right now. What are we going to pay for it? It's, 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 if you look at from this standpoint also, like look at Kansas City with the decision that on the defensive side that they've got to make, we know we're talking about the offensive side, but on the, like you still have Ladarius Sneed mm-hmm. you have to consider. Yeah. Right. And, and he, he, he was a huge impact on handling Ayuk in the, in, in, in the uh, uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. game, he pretty much went everywhere. Ayuk, uh, Ayuk mm-hmm. had a few situations, but they made tight windows for Brock Purdy that, you know, enabled them to ultimately close out the game when it counted. So here's the thing. I just don't know where the running back market exists for that kind of those money type players like you mm-hmm. just uh, you just listed in Saquon and Henry Pollard. Pollard is I think he's he's got a manageable contract number that can work for somebody. Uh, but Jacobs is somebody who's a beast. If you want a one two combination, if Jacobs is willing I think there's a team out there that would go with a good one-two combination mm-hmm. with that type of power in the backfield. I think Saquon's going to get the biggest money. I think he's probably no the doubt. best all-around player in that group. I'm curious to see who ends up taking that swing on him. 
Josh Jacobs, I think. Does Jacksonville, would Jacksonville need that type of player? They wouldn't turn it down. I mean, I, I like ETN. I think ETN's still got some room to grow. Um, but if they don't believe in him and they cut him loose to go get Saquon, I'm mad about that as a Colts fan, not mad about that as a, as a Jaguars fan. I think Jacobs is the second best guy available. He's younger. I think he can do more out of the backfield. I'm just, I just keep worrying about Derrick Henry's legs and how many miles are on them with the number of carries and the style of play that Tennessee really leaned on him to, to get done there for, you know, three, four years. I'm worried about Derrick Henry. I think he can help a contender for a year, maybe two, but I think Derrick Henry's closer to the end of the beginning. And Tony Pollard's the, the interesting one to me, Strick, because that's a guy that wanted his shot to be running back one and kind of stumbled. Didn't fall flat on his face. He was okay, but you saw just how much better he was with a running mate like Ezekiel Elliott. So if I'm Kansas City, I'm taking a look at Tony Pollard as part of a timeshare. If I'm Tony Pollard, I'm looking at my season saying, hmm, okay, what's the lesson I learned? I can go be a part of a great running back team. You know, I'll work to improve, but I need to humble myself for this year. Take a one-year kind of prove-it deal that I can be a running back one. Let me be a team player this year, reestablish some of my value, and see if I can get a big contract after next offseason. Yeah, good point, good point. Um I think one other player before we get out on break that I want to want to really talk about because I really have a wonder about him. Did he prove it enough in order to uh, uh, land a good contract and what type of team could use him or does he even remain? And that's Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield. Mm. What, what, where, where do you think he, you know, he flies in this marketplace? <sighs> I don't like the position that Baker is in. I'm not going to lie, right? He had one of the better seasons of his career. Would have been curious to see Cleveland stick with him with two healthy shoulders to see what would have happened there. Baker Mayfield's good. Baker Mayfield's going to want some pretty big money. I don't know if he deserves it, right? I think he deserves more than he was getting paid this last season. He doesn't deserve max money, though, and I think teams know that. I think Baker's at his best, too, when he's doubted and counted out. What's his mindset? What's his attitude? If Baker wants to be paid like a number one quarterback, I mean, you know he could, he's going to view himself as that number one franchise type guy. You know, drafted as highly as he was, he thrives with that chip on his shoulder. He deserves to be compensated for the work he did in Tampa Bay. I think surpassed a lot of people's expectations. But I think the trend we've seen in Baker Mayfield's career is that if you're a team, pay him fair value. But also, how do you motivate him? Right, I'm not gonna say he's not motivated when he gets the bag that he, you know, packs it up and doesn't still work hard. But I think any extra motivation you give Baker Mayfield fuels him. So I think he's gonna need to go to a team kind of like Tampa Bay that's written off, that's maybe on the rise, that needs a, a surprise little bit of a spark. Baker Mayfield can't be a savior, but he can be an upgrade for a good number of teams. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there's obviously way more that we could get into. It's unfortunately we're up against it. So we tried to hit you with a few of the main uh, uh, players that we thought would would be of interest in this uh, space. Who was out there in the market space, in the free agent market, for your favorite team that interests you and how that would look? 402-464-5685. We would love to hear that from you. And maybe we'll be able to discuss a couple of those when we come back and, and mention them or throw it to even the Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, when we get <laughs> to the crossover. But we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. 937 The Ticket on the block. We'll be right back after this.
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.